there was like a tornado windstorm going through the Sahara all, all, Desert, all the slapping our eyeballs with sand, like swirling around us. We were covered in volcanic ash and sand and soot and like everything you can think of. And it turned into literally like a four hour horseback riding tour. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. <laughs> and doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, mindful all of the stuff. <laughs> So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. All right. Welcome back to Grease Gone Wrong, Instagram versus reality part three. This is the final part. Final part. Final part. Let's dive in. Did we rent the rental car for 100 euros or not? Let's see. So at this point, we can't. There's literally no other options because nothing else is open, right? right? So we have the shady guys that we got to do business with, and that's like the only way we're going to get out of the port. And I just need you to understand if we would have said no, I don't we would have like been sitting there while half of us went to find the hotel, which if we would have sent you would have been bad. Right. Right. Because <laughs> let me I... just tell you what happens after this. So we wind up giving the shady guy 100 euros a day. So it's 400 euros, which is basically 500 bucks in American dollars which is... to rent a shitty like for, you know, it's like a little tiny compact car. Right. But whatever. We had no other options. So we have to do this. So we load the luggage in the van. I think you and Jasmine were in that car. Me, Jasmine, and, and Jordan. Okay. And then I take Kathy, Nana, and Kayla right. in my car. Right. Right. So we both have the address to where we're going and we plug it in. I use Google Maps. No, you use Google Maps and I used the Apple, Apple Maps. Maps right? right. So we start trekking up this mountain, you guys. And Eddie's rental car's barely making it. <laughs> it's literally like, it's like, it's making this noise like all the way up. And I'm in first gear. Pedal to the metal. My foot is all the way down. In a and van. Like, and it's like a Fiat. That's what it is. The Fiat yeah. Diablo. But there's nowhere to go, even if you can't no. make it up the hill. And, and not only that, each turn is a sharp like yeah. the sharp right turn, then there's a sharp left turn. While you're weaving we, up yeah, a mountain, just, that's like scary. Like you can go back and check my Instagram stories. It was scary. I, and the funny thing is, I didn't know that you had an a automatic. I yeah. thought you were in the same boat as me. I was like, I was like, I don't know if her car is doing what my car is doing, but I got my foot all the way down. <laughs> yeah. And I never and I said, I don't think we're gonna make it. Like I low-key was like, oh, this is gonna be a problem. Right. Like so I was watching you kind of trail behind me and I was like, all right, let me slow down. Maybe it's different to drive the no, van. You were behind me. Mm, I don't think so. I was in front of you. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So we go, it's about 38 minutes away, yeah. and I noticed that it says turn left on this shady little road. And you went past it. So right. I was like, oh, well, let me let me follow him to make sure he understands that he passed the road. And then we get to the next road and you don't stop or pull over or anything. So I was like, ah, screw it. He'll figure it out on his own because it'll tell you to reroute. Right. So I make Did a U-turn, go back, find the shady road that we're supposed to turn down, find our villa. 
and it's amazing, like right. amazing, right? So me, Kayla, and Nana go in and we're just like walking around the house. It's this beautiful two-story house, you know, what, three bedrooms, three bathrooms, huge balcony. And I'm like, where the hell is your dad? And so Kayla's like, I think he got lost. So I think at that point I called you. Long story short, I had to literally say, pull over, send me your location. I'll come find you. Mm -hmm. And so I come and find you, you know, save you, (laughs) bring you back. So the maps weren't working. Right, right. So sometimes the Google map would be right. Sometimes the Apple map would be right. Anyways, we found the villa. We get there (laughs) and it's amazing, right? Yeah. And so the crazy thing about this shady road is that none of these roads were on on Google Maps. Uh I have no clue how you found like... My Apple map. Yeah, but the Apple map had the road that used to be a wall that was broken down that you would (laughs) have to cut through. And then the the bushes that actually just, you have to cut through the bushes I mean like the sketchiest road, you guys. Like, so (laughs) it's it's like like you're on a path, right? And then it's just like immediate left turn and then it's a dirt road. So you think it's wrong. And then at some point you come to a bunch of gravel, which looks like a building was like torn down and you're supposed to go over the gravel and then figure out that this is a driveway that belongs to you. If it was at night, no way. No one would have ever found (laughs) it. No way. So thank God we found it, whatever. The house, the villa is beautiful. We're super excited. And now it's time to kind of start the adventures there Mm -hmm. in Noxos, right? So the next day we go beach hopping. this is Santorini. Oh, sorry. We're in Santorini. So we go to a beach. Yeah, don't don't forget Sophia. Oh, tell them. Yeah. About- so we we go into the house. Obviously, I'm like, oh my god, I got lost. We were like, we literally were in someone else's driveway until I turned around and did you not know, have to come find us. But by the time we get in, we get in the house and we're getting settled in, and there's a knock at the door, and it is our host for the week. Her name is Sophia, who randomly was looking up Greece hashtags on Instagram two days prior sends me a DM and says, hey, are you going to be staying at the such and such villa? And I'm like, uh, yeah, (laughs) should I be answering this? How do you know? And she goes, oh, I'm going to be your hostess. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, God, how does she find no clue how this woman found me other than a hashtag that I was using to post, you know, with Grace hashtag. So she finds me. She sees that I'm a Food Network champ. She's there to cook breakfast, make some meals for us. She comes with the villa. So if you go through Brianna, then you get a hostess with this villa. And she took care of breakfast. She took care of the fact that I was breaking out and I needed cortisone cream. She got Eddie some eye solution for his contacts, like anything we needed. She did Jordan's laundry. Like, I mean, it was just amazing, right? So shout out to Sophia. Then she said, do you have reservations for dinner or anything? And we were like, no. And not only did she give us the best dinner recommendations, but she called all of her homies at every restaurant, the best restaurants in Santorini, made it happen, happen, got us reservations at all of these restaurants that we would have never found and never been able to like get seated at because apparently there was with the heat wave, there was a tourist wave. And all the restaurants were booked to capacity. So shout out to Sophia. She hooked us up. Okay, so next day activities, we decide that the girls want to do some water sports. Right. And so we decide, because we have Nana, she's 64, that we're going to do a banana boat ride Mm -hmm. for the whole family, right? Right. So shout out to Nana, who was brave enough to get on the banana boat, but does not swim. She does not know how to swim. (laughs) 
So I have a little pep talk with her. I said, mom, you have a life jacket on. If for whatever reason you get thrown off into the ocean, don't panic. Like you're not going to drown. And she goes, oh, but I'm not going to get thrown off. Right. (laughs) And I was like, well, you just never know, you know, this and that. But I literally, I told them three times she can't swim. Make sure you go slow. Like, please just be cautious. And so we load up on this banana boat and here's the order. Kayla's in the front. Jordan's next, Jasmine's next, then me, mm-hmm. then mom, mm-hmm. then you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mom and I can only see Jasmine mm-hmm. because the other two are covered by Jasmine. Right, right? right. You can only see me and mom really. Right. Yeah, and a little bit of Jasmine. Okay. Yeah. So we can't see what's happening in the front. I'm like in the back, very back. Right. <laughs> so it starts off and the guy says, if you want to go faster, hold a thumbs up. Right. So it starts off and Jasmine being funny is doing the freaking thumbs up. So I'm like, this girl is about to get us thrown off the banana boat. Right. And so I know how this works. The faster it goes, the harder it is to hold on. They try to go kind of weaving over the wakes and then Mm -hmm. you fly off and then you're in the middle of the ocean. Well, that's exactly what the hell happened with our 64 year old mom on. And so. What happened from our angle is it looks like Jasmine's like going from side to side, like trying to be jokey. She's like trying to rock the boat and trying to just be crazy. This is what it looks like to me. Right. Right. Then she's got her thumb up and she's holding like one hand. And I'm just like this girl. She's about to piss me off because she's going to tell the guy to go faster. Next thing I know, we go over a wake. And there was a turn. Slight turn. No, it was a I don't sharp remember turn. a sharp turn at all. I remember he made a sharp right, and all of a sudden we go from being on to the fact that I feel like I'm holding on at the underneath the water for dear life on this banana boat. Like I literally Wait. We, we flip <laughs> and I watch everybody go off one by one. Boom, 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 boom. And then you and my mom go off at the same time. Right. Boom. And then I like flipped over and I'm like underwater holding on to this thing until I realize I'm going to drown. Okay, here's the thing. If you've never been on a freaking banana boat ride or even like a slider tubing, something like that, you let go. If you fall, you let go. I will say was hold on for dear life. No, I will say in your defense, he didn't give us a tutorial (laughs) like he didn't say. You know, he did say if it flips over, you need to get on one side. You need a thumbs up that you're okay. You're right. And then you all need to flip it over together. And then right. You need to get on different sides. Right. Three of you would get on from the left. Three of you would right. get on the right to make it even. He made it sound super simple. You guys, we're in the middle of the Aegean Sea. sea. Yeah. With my 64-year-old mother-in-law who doesn't swim, she didn't panic at all. No, I was really like, oh, proud. Oh. But she literally doesn't even know how to float in the ocean. Yeah, I had to say, put your legs down. She's like, <laughs> I was like, so, you have to participate in your own rescue. So put then Eddie down. turns into like, oh, I'm going to save my mother. He's the weakest swimmer of all of us, right? So he's like, hold on to me, mom. I'll, I'll save you. I'm like, you aren't going anywhere. So I start pushing mom from the back, helping him think that he's saving his mom. And so anyways, we're all scattered in the sea and it feels like the banana boat's far. It's also flipped over. So that was like a whole ass ordeal. (laughs) That was crazy. Um, And then what was funny was hearing everyone's perspective after because 
Jasmine, it turns out, was not messing around. She really couldn't hold on. Right. Kayla was struggling from the very beginning, but she has this like awkward laugh where when she's nervous, like Eddie is, <laughs> they just laugh. And she was on the front, so she kept seeing the front of the banana boat go under the ocean. And every time it did, she could barely hold on. Jordan's watching Kayla panic like crazy. And then Jasmine's just floundering around, which I thought she was joking. And so as soon as it went over, I was like, you did this. And she's like, she's crying in the middle of the ocean. How you doing? So it was quite interesting. Right. Anyways, we survived that. That was a lot of laughs for us to, you know, talk about for the rest of the day. But we legit were in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, oh, I and then can I just tell you in the middle of the sea, it's hard or than hell to get back on that thing. Oh my God, no. Yeah, so I go to pull my leg up and I get the most massive Charlie horse in my foot <laughs> and I was like, let me die, let me die. Jordan decides that she's the Hulk and she reaches over and grabs her sister in one swoop by her life pulls jacket Kayla. vest, mm -hmm. pulls her up. Kayla's looking at her like she's the Hulk. And then Jasmine and Jordan are trying to pull me up, but my cramp is like so bad. And then I start laughing. And oh my God, it was just a hysterical mess. Yeah. But we had a ton of fun. So that was a lot of fun. The second day we had a sunset cruise booked for the evening time, which everybody that we made friends with said that that was by far the best thing that they did. And if they go back, they would book a sunset I mean, tour a, every single night. Yeah, they have a sulfur swim right next to a volcano. It goes to the Red warm. Sea. Yeah. So they call us that morning and say, hey, we're really sorry, but due to high winds, your uh, sunset cruise is over. It is, it is terminated. <laughs> And we have experience, again, in Thailand, we had a near-death experience where they should have canceled our ship cruise. They did not. And so that turned into like a six-hour no fight-for-your-life ordeal. Yeah, but no one was disappointed by this. Yeah, so we when like, they canceled, we were like, no problem. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for saving our lives. Yep. Can we reschedule for another day? No. Weather's going to be bad tomorrow. That's right. okay. We don't need to do that. Because uh, the last time was disastrous. Right. So we, we definitely learned from that. Okay. So the best money we spent on the entire trip was I booked a photo shoot with a real life photographer, a professional photographer in Santorini. Mm -hmm. Why? Because moms want to create, you know, memories. They want to capture the moments. And if you are a mother of teenagers or, you know, our 20 year old, you'd know that they don't care at all about taking any photos with you. <laughs> around you. They just care about selfies of themselves. So and so you got to I had to schedule it. it. You got to book it. So we get up early, we drive all the way to Santorini, twisting and turning through the island and we go to the part that's like the Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, like this is these are the photos you see when people post about Santorini. I have no idea how these came out. I am way. so glad that we did not stay in this area. Right. And I think this is Ia, right? Yeah. O-I-A. It is congested. It is no privacy. Everybody Everyone's sees. there trying to take photos. Yeah. We're talking seven, eight o'clock in the morning, right? So we meet George, our photographer. Immediately, he walks us to the highest point, highest building, and he opens this restricted area that's roped off. And he tells us to crawl under and basically walk the plank, which is the roof of this building, just to take I a think photo. It was a church. 
Yeah, just to take a photo. I was like, okay, this is this is how it's going down. Yeah, so out of the gates, buildings. we were like, okay, we're going to plunge to our death if we don't just stand still. But he's wanting me to flow my dress and do all this stuff. So it took a couple minutes to get you know familiar with what we were doing living on the edge. Right. And then I think that the photos are going to be great. So be on the lookout for those. The next day, nope, same day, that night, we wound up going horseback riding. So horseback riding sounds fun. And it was only supposed to be from six to eight. They said, show up at 545, um, be there 15 minutes early, and then we'll get the party started. So we get there 545 and they say, we're going to wait till 630 until everybody else gets here. Yeah, it was interesting because we had to meet at like a meeting place at this like family bakery. Well, the reason why is because you had to go up these ridiculous hills that, again, don't have street signs or anything. Right, in order to find the actual So you would never find it on your own. So they tell you to meet at this meeting place. So here's what they say. All right, let's go. Eddie decides that he wants to call American Express at this moment. Well, because we were waiting. I I was on the phone. I was on hold. And then, you know, I call and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're going to go. I'm like, okay. So So the goal is to everybody hop in a car. There's about six people that are going to follow the guide up this hill. And then we're going to go to the horseback place. Right. So maybe two cars go up. They're following the guide. And then I am driving now. So I put the Fiat in first gear, start following this like caravan of three, you know, up the hill. And the car literally stops on the hill. And I'm like, okay. So I turn it off, start it again. Now I'm on a hill that- It's super steep. I don't even know how to describe because I'm bad at math and angles. What is 45 degree angle? (laughs) But the car kept turning off. Now I know how to drive a stick really well. Right. So- if you're not familiar, you give it, you know, you're letting up on the clutch, you're giving it a ton of gas because you're on a hill. And if you don't, then you're going to fl- like slide, slide backwards. Back. Right. So there's a, two girls on quads behind me. <laughs> and so Jordan is like the girls in the car are like panicking. And I said, turn around and tell them to go back because I'm going to run into them. Right. So Jordan's like telling the girl, go down, because our van, every time I try to go, I'm giving it gas and the gravel under the tires is just like burning rubber. And then the car is like losing traction, but it keeps stalling, Mm -hmm. not stalling because I'm not giving it enough gas. I'm giving it too much gas. And so the tires are spinning, but it keeps stopping because it doesn't have enough power to proceed. So I'm midway up the hill and I'm just like, I'm what the, the with, fuck is I'm happening? I'm on the phone with uh, American Express and I'm like, and we're sliding down. <laughs> I got I to I gotta call you back. So <laughs> it's already a super, super narrow like driveway. And on the sides of this gravel road, you guys, on the sides, there's these rock like walls, mm-hmm. like stone, huge stone rock right. walls. And so every time the car stalls, it seems like it's putting us closer and closer to the left side. Right. Long story short, we have an accident. The mirror gets ripped off on the left-hand side. I'm completely stuck. I'm trying to put the car in neutral so I can just reverse down off of the hill. And it just was like an effing mess. Yeah. So we rip off the mirror. Now, remember, we have teenagers that think they know everything. So they're like panicking. They're embarrassed, this whole thing. And I'm just like, just shut up. (laughs) So we somehow make it down. And the mirror is literally dangling. Right. And then we've lost the caravan. You you put it in reverse. Right. Yeah. So we reverse off of the hill. And I'm just more like, okay, well, that happened. Right. That wasn't our fault. The car has no power. 
There's nothing we could have done about that. It literally had zero. Like I was like, I don't there was no this. way it was making up yeah. the hill. It was like. Eh. So then, as soon as we pull down with a dangling mirror, now I'm trying to figure out, okay, how much is this going to cost us? Like we have to go through insurance. Who cares? It is what it is. We're here to horseback ride. The woman didn't even say anything. She just said, let's go a different way. So she knew that that hill, they have had problems on that hill before (laughs) because we're not the only ones that got a shitty rental car. Right, right. And so anyway, she's like, let's go another way. She takes us a back way. I pop the mirror in and we're like, it is what it is. So I guess I want to know to the listeners, what do you do in that situation? Does that ruin your trip? Do you say... Screw it, we're not going to I think there's a lot riding. of things in here that most people would say would ruin our trip. You think? Yeah, I think people would say I think say we're it. just kind of like rumbling through them. Like we just keep going fast. But I wonder at what point would you have said, hey, Greece is ta- not for us. I think us. people tap out after not getting <laughs> airplane tickets. I think that was the point where people go, okay, just tap out. And right? that's the funny part is like everybody we talked to, like people were like, oh, our flight got delayed. I'm like, yeah, well, try showing up at the airport right. with six pieces of luggage and six carry-ons not even having tickets booked. And people are like, oh my God, I would have just broke down. Like everyone's reaction to all of the stories we shared with them was something along those lines. Oh my God, I would have had a panic attack. Oh my God, my anxiety would have got the best of me. Oh my God. And so we're just like, yeah, but then this happened. Yeah, but then the mirror got ripped off. Yeah, but then this, right? And so I think that's the point is like, it was full of all these twists and turns but we still had an amazing time. Yeah, and I think when you think about, the reason why I think we wanted to share all this is in, we can go back and we can share all the great things, but what we wanted to share was that these are the things that we did not focus on. Right. Right. These are the things that we You knew. quickly recover from. We, you know, one of the things I said to the person uh, from American Express is I said, I don't need to know how this happened. I just need to have the solution, mm-hmm. right? And I think that was kind of how we approached it all. It was like, well, that happened. I don't care that it got yeah. canceled, but let's find a solution. And, it, you know, if you stay within like a solution state right. and you continue, then you can make not only the best of something, but you can get what it has to offer as far as a amazing vacation that we had to work for. Like right. there was no time for us to just like, like, let, you know, uh, give up. Like we was like, okay, we're pushing through this. Let's mm-hmm. go. Okay. We got to find tickets. Yeah. Let's get tickets. Okay. We and we didn't get come it. all this way to dwell on stupid stuff. Like no. we'll figure it out. We'll right? figure it out. And but that- we're also the figure out kind of people. And so I guess that's one of the reasons why we wanted to share this with you. The whole podcast is about shifting your perspective. And so if you are looking forward to a vacation, if you're going somewhere local and things start to kind of go sideways, it's not the universe trying to tell you to cancel your trip. It's not God trying to tell you, you you don't deserve to go to Greece. It's none of those things. It's just a challenge and a test that's been put in front of you to see how you're going to react, right? right? And so we are very calm. We are very like cautious of how much time am I going to spend on this? Uh, none. Zero. We're going to be in solution mode, yeah, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of the challenge that we want to pose to you guys, the listeners, is like, just focus on the solution. Focus on the next step. Right. One foot in front of the next. It doesn't have to be some huge ordeal where you're having like an anxiety attack or you know, just, I don't know. Okay, so wait, we go horseback riding and the girls at one point even said, are we still going horseback riding? I'm like, yes, we are. <laughs> of course we are. So we're just going to act like this didn't happen and we'll worry about the mirror later. So we get out, we suit up for horseback riding and 
I don't know what happened, but remember I said there were high winds? Yep. <laughs> there was like a tornado windstorm going through the Sahara all, all, Desert, all the way back. slapping our eyeballs with sand, like swirling around us. We were covered in volcanic ash and sand and soot and like everything you can think of. And it turned into literally like a four hour horseback riding tour. Yeah, it was the longest time I've ever been on a horse. Like we literally traveled miles from the horse stable all the way to the beach. With walking horses. was amazing. But at one point I was like, can we just get these things to gallop and let's go? Can I just go full <laughs> speed? I don't know how to do it, but I'm sure we can get to wherever we're going. I wanted to go like Indiana Jones on that horse, like full speed. And you guys, I was behind Eddie and I don't know why they put him on like a donkey, but <laughs> you were bigger than your horse. Like I couldn't understand it. I had the biggest horse of everyone. Yeah, yours is like a straight stallion. 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 And mine was like this little runt. And yeah. I was like, they handpicked this horse. And I was like- Your mom said, why they put you on a I donkey? I like, maybe, maybe the horse is just a strong, stout horse. Yeah. And like, oh, let's give him the stout one. I don't know. But uh, it was beautiful. Coming back, definitely- was an interesting thing. We were filthy. I mean, like filthy, filthy, filthy. It was we, dark and we yeah, had sunglasses and, and we had on. Dinner, but we just made it happen. Just let, lived in it. And I mean, it was we amazing. were so dusty. I had one point I had to wipe my lipstick off because it was covered in dirt yeah. and sand. And I was like, oh, this is so gross. But when I tried to wipe it on my hand, my hand was equally as dirty and I was just like spitting out the sand. Yeah. Anyways, we got amazing photos <laughs> and it was a great experience. But then afterwards, I was like, well, we have dinner reservations that Sophia made for us. And the girls are like, but we're covered in dirt. I'm like, oh, well, go in Let's the bathroom, wash your face, wash your arms. And we're just going to show up like yeah. this. Who cares? So that was another thing we overcame. I guess the point of this is, you know, you can have as much fun as you want. Kind of like the Cake Mama's tagline. Life can be as sweet as you make it. Right. And I think that we made the trip really amazing because... It wasn't that it was problem free. It was that at every twist and turn, something happened and we were just like, OK, let's just go with it. Yeah. And I think right now there are people who in their life, they have a tendency to focus on the negative. They focus on what the problem is and they dwell on it and they make it more severe than what it really needs to be. Right. And I think that it will spoil some of the most greatest moments of your life because eventually like all these things, we will laugh about. Mm -hmm. They will be part of the character of the trip, was, will be all these things. And I think you got to place yourself in that. Like, you got to think about, we're going to laugh about this later. Yeah. So let's not we take it. We always say that. Let's though. not take it too serious. Yeah. Right. Sliding down a steep ass hill in a wrecking your, a, rental, wrecking car. your rental car. That was a piece of shit, anyways. It's <laughs> one of those things where you go, I, I do not believe this is happening. <laughs> I do not believe this. Is, I was on the phone. What in the on, world? The he goes, I'm going to have to call you I'm back. Have to, I said, I'm sliding down a hill right now. I got to call you back. Like, they, they probably like, what is going on? I was like, this Wait. is not. And we were like, eh, 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 eh. and I was like, uh, Wait, I call you back. Just to give you an idea so, of how the rental car situation works, though, when we rented the car, he literally said, when you go to the airport, make sure, because we said, we can't bring it back. He goes, no worries. Where are you going to bring it? We said, well, we fly out of the airport. He goes, go to the airport. Right before you get to the airport, there's a dirt road parking lot. Park it there, roll up the windows, put the keys under the mat, leave it unlocked and go. We'll find it. I was like, what? Mind you, I was like, I, and he said, the, the one guy said, call me when you leave it. So I called this guy and it sounds like he's waking up. He's like, hello. I was like, hey, I just want to show up with the... <laughs> The uh, rental car at the, the airport. Where is it? The airport. All right. 
Thanks, buddy. And I was but like, he didn't. I said you didn't tell him Copeland. You didn't give him a confirmation anything. number or nothing. Like, so I was like, like, if you don't care about the car, why do I care about the mirror? <laughs> and so then, and then, I no, then we noticed, like partly through the trip, that the doors for the rental car we had did not have locks. <laughs> there was no way to lock the door. Like even when you put the key into the you know the door, which no one ever does because everything's right. remote, it still didn't lock. You can't. There's no locking mechanism. So at one like, point we went to a beach and we had dinner until like the wee hours of the night. We come back and it turns out Jasmine left the whole slider door of the van open. We just were exposed this whole And we trip. were like, who left the door open? <laughs> what? Oh my God, my iPad's in there. <laughs> Luckily, no one took the iPad. I these people, the people in Greece are, are law-abiding citizens because right. um, we had no way of locking anything. It was just a mess. So um, you don't want to be complaining at every turn, kind of like no. the family that was at the airport when we were checking right. in at the last minute. So this family was there and they were just bitching and complaining to the airline you know, worker at this point, we were leaving, I think, from Athens mm-hmm. in the airport, and they were just like, we need to sit together. You know, we want this and fine, just upgrade us to um, first class. And the lady's like, ma'am, there's no seats on the plane. It's actually 20 people overbooked. So they started offering vouchers for you to like not Stay. take the plane not go home. And then so they're having this whole discussion and the kids are like bratty and they're like, we've been here for 17 days. We just want to get home. This and that. So this family's upset because something happened with their reservation and now they have to sit separately on the plane. We're like, do you know what it took for us to get here? Do you know how many things got canceled? We don't care as long as we're on the plane. As long as the plane like does it takes work? Off, it th- works. Will it be crash, safe? We are fine. And will we make it home? That's yes. it. That's right. all we cared about. And so here's a couple of things. Bring a pillow and a blanket when you travel. <laughs> I was the only one that had a pillow and a blanket, my own pillow and blanket. You need a neck pillow. I don't know why this last airplane, it was super cold. Yep. I literally put my arms. I haven't done this since I was a kid. I took my, I had a short sleeve shirt on. I took my arms and I put them inside of my shirt like a child because I was so cold and they didn't have any blankets. Oh, since COVID, we don't have blankets. I was like, on the last airplane, they had blankets. I don't get it. Okay. So it's not the airline's responsibility to provide you with a meal you love, with blankets, pillows. Or a reasonable environment as far as temperature is concerned. Right. Or a reasonable time for you to take off. Like, it's an airline. Like, of course, it could be late of course it could leave on time i think as long as you get there in one piece safely you should just be quiet i should just suggest flying private for now on yeah okay so another thing that i would do differently is i would pack half of what we packed because if you are staying somewhere where they have a washer and a dryer and all that stuff you can just recycle the stuff and bring really comfortable things I have a blog that I'm going to be publishing that talks about the shoes and just all of the things that I would have done differently. Well, guess what? You get what you pay for. But I just needed six pieces of luggage and I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Well, all of the suitcases broke. Yeah. Like wheels fell off. They were cracked. cracked. And I so was like, it was like Humpty Dumpty. We were watching them totally mistreat the luggage. <laughs> right. But it's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that. So it's being tossed, you know, three different plane rides to get there, three to come back. Like it's being tossed around, piled on top of. And so I would just say that you should invest in good luggage, which we did not. Right. And we threw and out every, every one of the suitcases. Ev- after every flight, you saw a little bit more damage, a little bit mm-hmm. more, a larger crack. 
at one point. We needed my, tape. Yeah, we needed tape. Jasmine's luggage needed to be taped closed. Mine was needed to be taped. Yep. Tie, you know, so if you travel with cheap suitcases, then you need to bring some duct tape. <laughs> but I will tell you just to end the episode on another low note. We fly, finally make it into LAX and it's like 1045 at night and we're waiting, waiting, waiting. All the suitcases come out except Jasmine's. Yep. So we Lost in the show. stand in line. You know, she's obviously thinking the worst. You know, all my souvenirs are in there. My stuff is in there. Okay, don't think the worst. Like, I'm sure they didn't lose it, lose it. I'm sure it's just something happened. They have an explanation. So we stand in this long line to find it. She's super upset. And they say, well, it looks like it's still in Athens. So Athens or Atlanta? Atlanta, Atlanta. Athens, one of those. They said it won't be arriving at LAX until tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So here's a tracking number. We'll deliver it to your house. And yes, it did get delivered by the next afternoon. So it worked out. But, you know, I said, I've probably had my luggage lost three times or so, like in all my years of travel. Yeah. I was on a business trip one time and it just totally never made it to the hotel. So to go buy all kinds of like makeup and hair stuff and cost a fortune, it just, it happens. Like they're dealing with thousands and thousands of travelers. Sometimes you get unlucky, right? So I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope it was funny. I hope you learned something. I hope it inspires you to travel with an open mind. And I hope People that like, after hearing that story, I don't want to go anywhere. Right. But that, that's but not I wonder point. what yeah. they think. Yeah. And then we want to hear from you because I think that this we wanted to share like the shit. All the happened, real. All the real. Even though if you looked on Instagram, if you looked at our photos, you would see us having fun. And that's what it was. Like, yeah. that's what it was. But I think for but this is reality it, it a, versus it Instagram. A, it was definitely a representation of real life. Right. Like, you have your highlight reels. Things yep. are amazing. Things are great. But just five minutes before, everything it was, was a, a shit mess. show. You got it all put together. And then you said, hey, take a picture. And now you're in, like, yeah. everything looks great. We went from panicking, not having a ride, not making up a hill to, oh, my God, look at this amazing yeah. view. We How could you be upset? Sliding down the hill to this wonderful uh, horseback yeah. ride. And so you probably to said, a oh, freaking God, tornado. So gorgeous. To, you know, riding back another hour long ride back to, yeah. to the stable in a windstorm. So when um, you see the photo of the horseback riding on the beach and the sunset and it looks calm, you, you now know what it took to get us there. Right. And back, and back was worse. Right, right. So I hope that this episode served you. If there was anything that you learned that you got out of it, please take two seconds to leave a review, leave a comment for the podcast. It helps us, you know, understand and see what resonates with you. But this is our way of sharing our Instagram highlight reel versus reality right. with you. And so we wanted to give you the ins and outs of everything that happened uh, behind the Instagram door. So thanks so much for listening, you guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.